Yo, today's QOD is how would the person I like to be do the things I'm about to do? Here we go. Welcome back to the Quarter of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Happy Monday, my friend. Hope you had an incredible weekend. I got some uh, some really good stuff for you today. We got Jim Cathcart on the show, and I strategically placed this episode on a Monday because I really want you to try this on. I want you to use this question for the next seven days and beyond to see how it shifts your decision-making and the actions you take, and your responses, and your reactions. And the question is this, how would the person I'd like to be do the things I'm about to do? One more time, how would the person I'd like to be do the things I'm about to do? So imagine who you want to become and see your life through a filter of the person you want to become. And through that filter, you're going to make your decisions and you're going to take your actions and so forth. Quick story. Three months ago, I'm in the hot tub reading personality isn't permanent. And he talks a lot about this, allowing your future self to pull you forward, right? Making those decisions, taking those actions through the filter of your future self. And I leapt out of my hot tub and I I went into my kitchen, opened up the pantry and I got rid of all my sweets, because I love sweets. Like, I don't have a terrible diet by any means, but I love me some sweets. And I was, you know, for as much exercising as I was doing, I, I just wasn't as lean as I should have been. I'm like, damn, what is, what is all this extra fat doing here? I was, I was trying to out-exercise a not-quite-ideal diet. So I throw all that stuff away. And from then on, the question in my mind is, would future Sean, the lean 169, 170 Sean, eat this? Or would he drink this? And even beyond that, would he, would the more successful person that I want to become, would he sit here and watch three hours of Netflix? Would he scroll through social media for hours a day, right? Would he waste his time on this or that? Would he say yes to this social engagement that he really doesn't want to go to? So ask yourself this question one more time. How would the person I'd like to be do the things I'm about to do? And right now I'm 169 and I'm I'm lean. I got like abs and stuff now because of this question, because I'm allowing my future self to pull me forward and it can do the same thing for you. Here's Jim. Back in 1979, 1979, I was in Chicago to give a speech for an outfit called Tidy Car. How many of you know what Tidy Car is? Few of you do. Tidy Car is an auto detailing company. And Tidy Car, back in those days, was a company which sold franchises for $1,500, a little kit. So you'd get this polishing material and this tool with which to do what they called preserve a shine. And you could go out and start your own auto detailing business. And they were selling these things like hotcakes. I mean, that was the heyday of franchising. 
So back in those days, lots of people were buying Tidy Car franchises, and Tidy Car realized they had to start training these people. So they brought in speakers like me to come and address them once every month or so around the country. Well, I was the flavor of the month for Chicago, so I showed up and I gave my speech. It was about maybe two, 300 people in the audience. At the end of my speech, a young guy, 19 years old, came up to me, innocent looking face, looked like he'd never even had a dirty thought. I mean, just, you know, white hair, white eyebrows, and just this, this little smile on his face. His name was Tim Seward. And Tim Seward came up to me and said, Mr. Cathcart, could I sit with you at lunch? And I said, certainly. So he sat with me, asked me a thousand questions. At the end of lunch, he said, one more question. I said, sure. Do you have a, a, a quote or a, a, a slogan, a motto that you could give me as a daily motivator? And I said, well, let me think about that. I said, I've got something better, Tim. I've got a question. And here's the question. Every day, ask yourself this question as often as you can remember to ask it. How would the person I would like to be do the things I'm about to do? Don't think of someone else. Think of you in the future as you grow and mature and advance. How would the more refined version of you do the work you're setting out to do right this moment or during this day. In other words, if you keep thinking like an acorn, you will remain an acorn. So you got to think like an oak. He said, well, I'd like to be the international sales leader for Tidy Car. I said, good, use that question. What happened was he went back home to Bay City, Michigan. He got rid of his t-shirt and jeans and he put on a little jumpsuit, had Tim embroidered on the pocket, Tidy Car on the back. So now he looks more professional because he figured the international sales leader wouldn't wear a t-shirt and jeans, right? Then he started organizing his files better. Then he got a picture of a Corvette, which they were going to give to the international award winner that year. And uh, he put that over his bed, and he put another picture of a Corvette over his workbench so he'd see it every day. And that inspired him to think like the international sales leader. He ended up growing his business so well that he had to hire other people to work with him and ultimately had to lease a service station so he had a permanent location. His business absolutely thrived. You see, we can take one simple question and just shift our perspective enough to give us profound insights that will transform the results we get. But it takes the stimulus to start the process. So Tidy Car called me again. They said, Jim, we're having a convention in New Orleans. We're giving away a Corvette. Want to speak? You bet. So I go to the Hilton Hotel in the French Quarter down in New Orleans, standing there in front of a large group of the Tidy Car franchisees from around the world. And they say, Jim, as soon as you give your keynote speech, we're going to give the award. I said, who won? They said, not tell them. I said, OK. So I get up there and give my speech. I hand the microphone over to the president of the company. He steps up and he says, ladies and gentlemen, what a contest. Listen to these numbers. The person who came in number two led number three by only one point. One. Three led four by one point. Four led five by two points. Five led six by one point. Tight competition, except for number one. The person who leads this contest, number one, the international sales leader, led the contest with three hundred more points than number two. For first place, there was no competition. Welcome with me. 
your international sales leader from Bay City, Michigan, Tim Seward. The place went insane. Everybody dancing, screaming, cheering, hugging each other. A few people took advantage of that. It was fun. Everybody's having a good time. They bring Tim on their shoulders to the front of the room. They put him on the stage. He's up there caressing the Corvette as much as you can do that to a vehicle. I came over. I gave him a bear hug, and I congratulated him. I said, Tim, what did you do? He said, I just did what you said in Chicago. I said, specifically. <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> he said, come on, Jim, you know. The daily question, how would the person I'd like to be do the things I'm about to do? And he told me the story I shared with you a little while ago. And I said, wow, I am so proud of you. That's great. And he said, oh, it gets better. What? He said, well, you know, I didn't know if I'd won. I knew I was in the running, but I didn't know if I'd won. So I'm getting ready to come to New Orleans to the convention, and I'm thinking, okay, how would the international sales leader go to New Orleans? I figured he'd go first class. <laughs> One way. <laughs> Tim, you didn't know you'd won. He said, correct. I said, but you bought a first-class, one-way ticket to New Orleans, and you didn't know you were the winner. He said, right. I said, didn't that seem a little foolhardy? He said, hey, Jim, think I'll need a ride home? <laughs> so 1998, here I am. I'm in Fort Myers, Florida, at the airport. I'm being met by a 39-year-old man. Tim Seward, 39-year-old man. He's driving me, not in a Corvette, but in his SUV. He's driving me to his home in Naples, Florida, where we're having dinner by his indoor pool. And he tells me about his life. Well, I sold my tidy car business, made a pretty good you know, a bit of money on that. I sold that business after the one that I formed after tidy car, and then I... I built another business, and I just sold that business this last December, he said, for $7 million. He said, I'm 39 now, so I retired <laughs> to Florida. He said, where what I do now is I fly my wife and son around the world to see the places we want to see, and when I'm at home, I take classes to get my MBA. <laughs> I said, Tim, I just got one question. He said, what's that? I said, do you have a quote? <laughs> a slogan, you know, or a motto, something I could use for a daily motivator. <laughs> True story, here's what he said. Yes, Jim, ask yourself every day, how would the person I'd like to be do the things I'm about to do?
All right, that was Jim Cathcart. I do not have a website for Jim, but we'll have a link to his speaking.com page right down below. Shout out to the homie Ryan Lear for text messaging me this clip. And you can find this on YouTube. It is called Jim Cathcart. Ask yourself the daily question. All right, my friend, that is it for me. Follow me on Instagram. Get my free ebook, Money Mindset Made Simple at moneymindsetmadesimple.com. And I will see you tomorrow with Tyler Perry. I'm out. Peace.